Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of our Inside Battlefield podcast. My name is Tom, community manager for Battlefield here at Dice, and today I am joined by Alexander Formoso, weapons game designer. Alex, I think this is your third time on the podcast. This is my third time. First time being chained to my desk, but <laughs> first time, uh, third time here. Yeah, well, we have a fancy, fancy, nice room today. But uh, you are a regular, anyway. How are you doing? And um, yeah, for folks who maybe tune in for the first time, if you can again introduce yourself. So I am Alexander Formoso, and I am the weapons game designer of Twenty Forty Two, and that's it. That's about it. Cool. Um, so today is a new episode in May and what we're doing this time around is, um, providing some details about what's coming in season five. So throughout May, we'll have a few podcasts and blogs where we discuss some of the quality, quality of life changes that will go live in the season five update. Uh, and that, that's based on community feedback where they ask us like, Hey, we would love to hear earlier what you're doing. So that's what we're starting with today. And the first subject, which I'm pretty excited about personally, and I think Alexander as well, because he's smiling, yeah, um, is vault weapons. And uh, we had quite a few comments there to bring attachments to them. Yeah, and, and that's exactly what's happening. So that's what we're doing. So today we'll just talk you through um, an overview of the vault weapons, you know, their history, how they came in the game and the changes we're making to season five. So Alex, can we uh, maybe start with a, a refresher on vault weapons for folks who are just tuning in? They might not be super familiar with what they are. So we started adding them into the game last year. Can you just give a quick recap? So as of now, we have released more than 20 weapons um, in addition to the battle pass weapons. Um, and what's coming next is that those weapons are going to get completely reworked to have the not full, but like a big range of the Battlefield 2042 attachments available on the Battle Pass weapons. They're going to be also available on the Bolt weapons. And just to keep expectations tempered, uh, they're not going to be like the full range of attachments. We made a selection of as much attachments as we could add on each weapon. And those constraints are based on what fits on the weapon, like if the weapon physically can have yep. them or not. Um, and in other cases, like some other weapons don't have rails in the positions that we put the attachments. So they can't have that type of attachment to use rails. We can use adapters in some cases. Um, so there are physical constraints, like both in, in art and design of why we can put everything on every weapon. Um, and like, I would love to go into more detail that later where we kind of compare the vault weapons to the all-out warfare mm -hmm. counterparts. But before we do so, so we now have over 20 vault weapons and there are more to come. Mm -hmm. um, and I think there was a good uh, recap of where we came from with vault weapons, like how they came about. What have we since seen from the community um, since we re first released them, their overall reception and also the community feedback? What did we learn from players? Well, um, so initially we had really good feedback because it was exactly what they were asking, right? Like, yep. we want more weapons, here are more weapons. Um, and we also have really good feedback with the cadence of them, as in, like, we release only a couple when a new season comes about. And then every major patch, we release two or three. So that's something that people have appreciated because they have something mid-season to keep grinding for. 
and to keep enjoying, like to keep things fresh. Um, so in that sense, it was a, a home run. But the biggest piece of feedback is that even if we do some tuning on them to make them competitive, um, the way they work, as in like uh, the way the dispersion, like how much the bullets deviate from the center of the screen and the recoil mechanics that those weapons have uh, functions differently than the 2042 weapons. So um, in some cases they feel different enough to not be able to compete with the allot warfare weapons. And in other cases is like it doesn't matter how much we bump the numbers up, they will never be able to compete because they lack attachments yeah. and some situational constraints. Um so yeah, that's that's basically the two big pieces of feedback that we got. Like uh, it's something that people liked, um, but they they require much needed tuning. Yeah, so if if we had to summarize the vault weapons for the versus the all-out warfare counterparts, um, they cannot do the same things yeah. because they, they didn't necessarily... Uh, we weren't able to fit the, the same attachments on them. And in like one-to-one scenarios, I mean, they weren't always losing, but they had difficulty competing uh, in most cases because, you know, the, the all-out warfare weapons are obviously like a newer generation weapons. So we needed to bring the vault weapons on par with them. And the work on that is starting... In season five, with adding vault weapon attachments, sorry, adding all of warfare attachments to, to the vault, vault weapons. weapons. Yeah. Um, what does the rollout look like? And um, during the season itself, what other balance changes can we expect? So let's start from the top and just talk a little bit more about the attachments themselves. All right. So um, the first thing is that what can you expect? Uh, you can expect that the weapons are going to have some most of the original attachments that they have removed. There are some scopes that we're keeping for the sake of both nostalgia and because we really like the scopes, like the ACOG, we're keeping that, Mm -hmm. we're keeping the holo, like there are some that we're keeping on those weapons, but most of them, like the original uh, PSO scope and others, we're removing them from them. Um, As to why is because we're adding the newer scopes and in some cases, the reticles or the size of the scope on the screen, it doesn't look as good as the ones that we're going to put from from Allot Warfare. Uh, and we see no point in having like two 4X scopes, two 3X scopes. So the, the rule of newer uh, <laughs> wins in that case. Yeah. So that's on scopes. Uh, then on muscle devices, most weapons will have all the muscle devices that you know and love. Um, as of on their barrels, I think we selected one grip, and that is like the one that you're going to have in most cases because it's the one that universally fits the best. Um, also your bipod, your flashlights, your lasers, some weapons are going to get multiple lasers. Um, and in the ammo department, uh, we are releasing, basically we are erring on the side of caution, cautious. Uh, I don't know if that... Yeah, that's that's how you say it, right? Erring yeah. on the side of caution. Caution, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, erring on yeah. the side of caution. And we are releasing only extended magazines at first. Okay. And then if we notice that our target of adaptability of those weapons are not met, we will consider adding like other curves, like um, close combat quarter ammo or subsonic ammunition to the, to the weapons that require it. But as of release, they're only going to have extended magazines. Okay. 
And so that's basically what to expect in, in which attachments you're okay. going to see so, in these weapons. So to summarize, we are not adding all of the all-out all out warfare attachments no. and copy-pasting them no, onto to, um, the fall weapons because, first of all, it doesn't fit and it still doesn't always make sense. Mm -hmm. But we are selecting the best ones that are suitable for those vault weapons so they can compete with the all-out warfare arsenal. Yep. Okay, cool. Um, so you explained like what the caveats are there. And yep. then um, what does the rollout look like? So I believe we will start with the Season 5 update rolling out those changes. That is correct. But we don't immediately bring all of them in. So no. I think there's a... Um, so this is something that we're doing both for our sake and for the player's sake. If we release everything uh, in, in one go, right? Uh, first, there is problems that could arise. Yep. And like like we said, we have released over 20 weapons. We don't want to, like if something really bad happens, then we don't want that to affect the whole 20 weapons that we yep. released. So in, in this case, it's in 5.0 update. You're going to have all the vault attachment, um, all the vault uh, assault rifles and the gold sniper magnum. So those are going to be on 5.0. And then the rest of the weapons are going to be split between the updates 5.1 and 5.2. Okay. So we, we don't want to talk very specific specifics about what is in those updates, but yeah. at least for the seasonal update itself. Yeah. Um, so the 5.0 update, you can expect AR assault rifles and... 5.0. 5.0, yes. For 5.0, you can expect the assault rifles and the sniper magnum. And okay. then the rest divided between the other updates. Thank you. Um, and then... Another point is, um, you already touched upon it, but that also means we would need to do some balance passes for the vault weapons that is as well. So can you speak a little bit more about that? Yeah, so assault rifles and the sniper magnum, they come first, both because we mm -hmm. released them the earlier, yep. like that was also our first release, um, but also because it's the, the weapons that have received the most tuning over the time, right? Yep. So... If we remove everything from the M16, for example, uh, the base M16 as it is right now, we consider it to be in an okay place uh, in the in the sandbox. Um, so for us, it's less scary to release them than the rest. So with them out in the wild, we'll get data and feedback on how to tune them, put them in line with the rest of yep. 2042. Now that they share the same attachment pool, this will give us feedback not only on the weapons, but also on how the attachments work with different rule sets of how these weapons were built. And then when we roll out the other weapons, in some cases you will see that these weapons will roll out already with their balances, uh, balanced passes on top of them. And in other cases, you can expect them shortly after release. Yeah. Can you, do you have some examples of balanced passes already in mind that you can share with us? Something that we know we had to look out for? based on player feedback maybe yeah um in general uh, i can tell you that like spread mechanics on those weapons mm -hmm. was pretty different than 2042 okay and we also know that 2042 needs some changes like the weapons on 2042 need some changes regarding uh, dispersion and spread um but we know that we need to bring the vault weapons in line with them okay. so that's in like in general yeah. right uh, and more in specifics, um, I'll say, for example, the MTAR-21 had a lot of like recoil adjustments because it's like super different to the AK or to the N16, stuff like that we have. 
to you. Okay, cool. And um, I guess, what are your expectations? Because this, this, these, it's not a change. These changes we're making is basically the number one feedback we had from players since since we introduced fault weapons. So, uh, first of all, personally, I'm very happy. And I, I can't speak for you, but I think you are probably as well, that we can finally start uh, giving these changes to players because they've asked for it for quite a while. So looking forward to season five when uh, the first changes start happening. How do you see it playing out? What are your expectations? So uh, I'm, I'm very, very excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to see it on the wild. Okay. Um, because it's... It's both a win in terms of like yep. something that we should have done from the beginning. And it's something that shows that like we can have an idea of how stuff should be released. And then based on feedback, we can adjust. We can see like, you know, we had a direction and you don't like that direction or you disagree. And then we can see your argument because it's not that like every time that the players disagree with something that we do, we're going to do what they say, right? Yeah. It's more about we understand their point. We understand where they're coming from. Um, we take the steps to like measure, okay, how much time, effort, work, who's going to do it. It will need to be done to do that. And if it's possible, then we do um, in this case, for example, to to bring it out in the wild in, in season five, uh, we had to sacrifice the vault weapons coming in patch four point two, where we didn't release any, mm -hmm. right? Because we needed to do the work in preparation for this. Yeah. Which, by the time you're listening to this podcast, I believe update four point two came out in the previous week. Yes. So, like, you're probably playing that now if you're listening to this. Um, yeah. But that's the reason why we didn't add vault weapons in that update because we did see some some feedback on that as well. Yep. Players expect uh, the rollout now for Vault Weapons in most updates, but I believe it was more important for us as a team to ensure we can make this big change happen because it's just the number one feedback item. Uh, and it was because yep. when we took the decision of like, okay, so let's do this, uh, it made no sense to keep working on the Vault Weapons for 4.2 because yep. it's like, why are we going to release them and then like a month after that, we're going to completely rework them. Like it, it makes yep. no sense. Yep. So like, let's let's put our eggs in the correct basket. <laughs> That's a nice way of saying it. Yeah. Cool. So I think that uh, was a, a, a good overview so far, but there's more. Yeah. There is more. If you call now. Uh, <laughs> I think... Uh, Universal weapon skin. So that's another big area of feedback. So obviously, when we talk about customization for fault weapons, it can mean two things. First of all, it's the custom customization of like which attachment you want to use, which we just covered, but also how your weapons look based on uh, skins. And I believe we have some cool news there. So Alex, yeah, uh, as of patch, uh, as of season five. Uh, all of the vault weapons will be compatible with the current roster of universal skins available in the game. That is exciting. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I'm super excited we get to share that news now. Like, we did a, a live stream uh, last week and we actually had a few of these questions and I was yep. like, I want to say this right now. <laughs> yeah, yep. I really want to share, but I couldn't then. And now we can talk about it. So, yeah. Uh, folks, to you listening, we know this is something you really wanted in-game, so we're happy that we can roll that out. So, to, to summarize those two main things, you're, we're bringing um, all-out warfare attachments to Vault Weapons, and the Vault Weapons in Season 5, in the Season 5 update itself, will immediately get access to all Universal Weapon skins. Correct. 
for all the all the current available fault weapons. Mm-hmm. So all of them. A, yeah, that's great. So that's something we were able to roll out immediately. And then default weapon uh, attachments will roll out over the, the Season 5 updates. Yep. So that's pretty cool. It was a mountain of work, but now vault weapons will not only perform their best, they will also look their best. <laughs> that's a nice way of saying it. I really like that one. Um, but yeah, like, look, it's it's we have over 20 vault weapons in the game now, so it wasn't super easy to to make that work happen. It took no. us quite a while to, to, to get there because it's a lot of changes we need to make per individual weapon to make sure everything fits right, to make sure it looks right. Um, we're excited to... to to get that into your hands during season five. Um, but some other things I would love to talk about is just some general balance specific uh, examples that we can expect. So on what you can expect from balance uh, in the vault weapons is that you can expect more versatility, mm-hmm. not necessarily more power. Um, the idea is that we have some weapons that we know they compete really good with 2042 weapons, and we have others that we need more data after the attachment to see where they land. Um, our plan is to keep our eyes open and try to keep tweaking them during Season 5 um, and see when we have the whole roster, see if we need to like target individual um adjustments to a couple of outliers or just do like a blanket pass of like all yep. the this type are gonna receive something. Um so that's important in vault weapons. Um and as for 2042 all of the war for weapons, then there's a couple of feedback pieces that we got, like the the loudest ones. Uh one is related to the G57 <laughs> um where we, we know about its performance and when we started receiving the feedback, we noticed from the data that this feedback was coming mostly from like the top percentile of players, uh, where we saw like an increase or uh, exclusive usage of the, of the pistol, of the sidearm. Um, but once that usage statistics started to trickle down onto other skill groups, that's when we got like a little bit worried and this is where we are doing like a targeted the feedback, like a targeted change on it. Um, the change is mostly related to its burst mode, uh, where we feel it basically outpaces any other sidearm when it's like that. And we don't want to just nerf it into the ground because this is supposed to be like the beginner friendly, mm-hmm. like the first sidearm that you get. Uh, this is your your entryway into the world of 2042. Um so it's not fair that it that it's not good. Um, so what we're doing is adjusting the burst mode so it, it's not a better alternative to like the base weapon, right? Yep, it needs okay. to be like a super short range panic mode. <laughs> please, <laughs> please help me. And in that sense, it <laughs> should be okay. worse than <laughs> yeah. than than the the super five hundred, right? Okay. Because that's the yeah. ultimate short range. So yeah, the, you're getting that change. Um, and also we're also doing an. Uh, adjustment on the RM68 68 um, mostly because we knew that it was going to come out powerful and we wanted it to be powerful we wanted like hey the the far is like the most big or it was the most big assault rifle um so we wanted the RM with its fire rate to drop into that kind of Something segment to compete with yes. the okay. uh, but it came out too strong um, so it, it's going to receive like a couple of adjustments to bring in the, bring it in line with the rest. 
Okay, cool. So I feel these two weapons are uh, items we've received a lot of feedback on from the community. So Correct. even though they are not vault weapons, I think we just wanted to drop that in here today to, you know, for those listening to already give you a, a heads up that yes, we are looking into these two weapons yeah. and some changes to be expected. Um, cool. So I think there was a, a nice little, sh- quite a short discussion about some of the changes um, that you can expect for vault weapons in season five. Um during the month of May, we'll have a few of these podcasts, as I mentioned earlier. You can expect some blogs that also detail what we discuss uh, here. And in some cases, we can show a little bit more um, of what that looks like, because obviously we're talking in a podcast right now, so we can't really show anything. <laughs> so if you prefer reading, keep an eye out for those blogs as well. They will always go out in the same week as uh, as the podcast for that same subject. And uh, yeah, from my end, I'm just very excited that we get to show you or talk to you, tell you um, as listeners what's coming uh, in season five in terms of quality of life changes. Yeah, it's a, it's going to be a great season. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, I'm, I'm personally very excited about the season itself. Um, so in terms of like season five weapons, uh, Alex, obviously we can't really talk about it today. Was there anything you want to share? Mm, so there are... Oh, of course, of the new weapons that we're going to release, and this is me being super careful on what I say. <laughs> uh, one of them in particular, it's the studio's favorite, uh, and it has a fifty on its name. Okay, and that's about that's that's all I'm going to say about it. Nice little hint. Yes, people are going to have to figure that out. Uh, and it's uh, like we know our players love this this one as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It's a it's a returning weapon. It's uh it's it's a favorite. So yes, very excited to get into your hands. Like, <laughs> yeah, like uh, looking forward to seeing all the guesses uh, go out. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, do we want to before we end today? Do we want to grab a cookie because we do usually eat some of cookies course. on the uh, on the show? That's the only reason why I sign up for this, <laughs> <laughs> dude. You're not the first one to say that. Exactly. To me. Like way too many tell me like, hey. Oh, you want to, I can be on a puzzle. Okay, but are there cookies? I'm like, yes, yes, there are cookies. Of course. Don't you want to spend time with me though? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. You, uh, let's do a live un- unboxing of the cookies. Yeah, that one. All right, let's see. We have, what do we have here today? We have Pralin Kaka. We don't have any Swedish speakers here with us now because it's just you and me, so I don't actually know what that means. Well, but. this is a fancy Swedish word for chocolate chip cookies. Oh. This is just... You want to... Yeah, this, that, yeah the lore of the cookie. There is no lore here. It's just a chocolate chip <laughs> It's just chocolate chip. Yep. It's good. It's tasty. Uh, let's see. Mm. Mm, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you remember the other cookie we had? A while ago, that was so dry that we like we couldn't speak anymore. We all had to man that some water. the whole day. I was dehydrated. <laughs> like, I just kept drinking water, and I wasn't going to the bathroom for like the entire day. <laughs> Cookie was good. It was though, like a water deficit. Yeah. <laughs> um, thoughts on this one? It's nice and crumb crumbly. Is that the word? Yeah, it's crumbly. It's sweet. It's nice. The chocolate is too sweet for my taste, mm. but it's good. It's a really good cookie. And it's not actively dehydrating me, so that's a yeah. bonus. <laughs> yeah, we still have uh, our fluids after eating this cookie. <laughs> cool. Great. So, folks, thank you again for listening in today. We hope you also enjoyed the final cookie segment. 
See, this so, is why usually we have like three people in the podcast. So one can eat the cookie while the other two. Yeah, talk. the other speaks instead of. Just, now we were just both of us choking <laughs> on the cookie to, to to see who can come back and speak first. Uh, cool. So Alex, uh, thank you again for joining me. Uh, you know, you're a regular on the podcast. Always yeah. fun. Appreciate it. Thank you for your time, folks. I hope you enjoyed listening to this one. Uh, reach out to us on socials uh, at at Battlefield and on um, podcast at battlefield.com if you have questions if you have some cookie recipes you want us to try out yeah please reach out um, we'll be back next week with another episode and uh, catch you in the next one cheers bye 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 bye